0: What's up? This is Jonathan Smith, your host here at Shooting the Schmidt. I am currently at a wedding, as you're listening to this, recording this on Tuesday. Um, yeah, there's potentially a basketball game tonight. I doubt it. I'm assuming that the Miami Heat won on Tuesday night. We're heading toward a Denver Nuggets Miami Heat uh, NBA Finals. But because I don't know that for sure, because I'm not a time traveler, just you know, I, I could do a Miami Heat Denver Nuggets preview. Not going to do that Save on that For when I have Zach Gray On next episode I'm You know Hoping to have him in there H- Hoping to have him on On Tuesday uh, Hopefully That's That's the goal If I remember correctly Anyway um, So I hope You know I'm going to preview the finals With him And so I was like What do, what do I want to do For the pod today What do I want to do For the pod on Thursday And I feel like After everything That has happened Thus far In the NBA playoffs The top 25 NBA player rankings Must be updated. So, no intro. Going straight into it. Number one, it's got to be Nikola Jokic. Okay? you know, Usually, lists like this, you start at the bottom, and you work to the top. But I feel like the top is not controversial. Shouldn't be, at least. So, number one, Nikola Jokic. He's been awesome. Just swept LeBron James and the Lakers. Headed to his first NBA Finals. Back-to-back MVP. Probably could have won it this year. But he didn't. uh, Probably the best passer in the NBA can shoot it. He's just been incredible this entire playoff run. He was incredible, you know, really these past three seasons. So he has to hold the number one spot. Number two, though, not too too far behind him, Giannis Antetokounmpo. You know, Giannis comes out wins an NBA title next year. He's right back in that number one slot. Just the two way capabilities, the finishing around the rim, the athleticism everything he's just been nothing short of amazing you know these past you know three or four years and yeah like he has to be in the two spot if those aren't your one and two then I don't know what you're doing let's be honest with you those have to be one and two number three I have Luca and I know there's gonna be some pushback on that he didn't even make the playoffs this year yada 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 they probably would have if they hadn't given up and tried to solidify the top 10 pick which they did. Look, he's the best Offensive player In basketball Second best, probably behind Jokic Just the ball handling The ability to get to any spot that he wants The ability to score From anywhere on the floor The three point shot has gotten better You know, The issue is the defense, but let's be honest When we rate players, we don't care about defense We want to talk about offense Okay, Offense is 80% of being a great basketball player Defense is the other 20% So Luca, you know, the second best offensive player in the NBA, I think it's really hard, you know, to not have him in the top 3, but if you're not in your top 3, he definitely has to be in your top 5. He's one of the five best players in the world just with his ability to score, his ability to create for his teammates. He's awesome. He's got to be in your top 5. I have him at 3. Number 4, Steph Curry. What did what he did in the playoffs? By himself Clay Thompson decided not to show up for most of it Andrew Wiggins was really up and down Draymond Green wasn't great Jordan Poole was Nowhere to be found And just everything he did Just the playmaking, the shooting I mean he's as good at 36 as he was at 32 He might be better Which is really kind of crazy to say Still shooting the ball Extremely well Still the most lethal offensive player You know, still the guy that you don't want to get going more than anyone else in the league, okay? Because, like, when Luka and Jokic get hot, you know, they might score 50. When Steph Curry gets hot, he's going to score, like, 60, okay? And he's just going to be bombing them them from, you know, 30 feet out, letting it go. And it's really rather impressive, everything that, that Steph does. And so he also has to be top five, Um Maybe you know you've got him at three in front of Luca. Wouldn't be upset at that. And then at five, I've got Joel Embiid, MVP of the league. Okay, I get that. You know they lost to the Celtics, and the Celtics are currently getting manhandled by the Heat. I get that he didn't play great in Game Seven. I I get that. You know down the stretch in Game Six he disappeared, but back to back scoring champ. He's really good. His defensive impact. I don't think can be stressed enough. I know what happened to him in game seven with the switch on to Jason Tatum, but guess what? There's not a center in the league who can guard Jason Tatum. There isn't a center in the league who can effectively step out onto the perimeter and consistently defend the best offensive players in the league. Okay, so I'm not gonna hold that against him. He's gotta be at five. Number six, I have Kevin Durant, you know, the greatest scorer to ever touch a basketball just everything he does offensively his ability to fit into any system you know it wasn't as efficient as he normally is um, in these playoffs I think part of it is just being the new guy still trying to figure out where to pick his spots how to balance shots with Devin Booker Uh, I think that was kind of tough on him I think that he'll be much better this next year in terms of efficiency and Phoenix is going to be a really really good basketball team so uh, Kevin Durant at six, at number seven. I have Jimmy Butler, Hemi Butler, playoff Jimmy, whatever you want to call him. And you know, I, I would put him higher, but the regular season just isn't as good as these, as good as these other guys. And when we look at how good these players are, and where we rank them, we have to look at the 82 game season as well. We can't just look at the playoffs, even though the playoffs obviously hold more weight. Interesting how that works. So yeah, Jimmy Butler at seven. You know, averaging 30 points per game in this playoffs. Uh, I believe six rebounds, five assists, two steals, just doing everything for this Miami Heat team. They won a title. May move him in front of Kevin Durant. Um, we'll see. But Jimmy Butler definitely has to be top 10 with everything going on. Number eight, Kawhi Leonard. I don't know how much I like this. Um, I don't know how much I like this. You know, when he plays, when he's available, he's awesome both ends of the floor. Not the defender that he was. But still, every bit as good offensively as he used to be, you know, very similar to Luca in just his ability to get to his spot and hit a jumper, and he can get to the rim whenever he wants, and you know, like you know, twelve to seventeen feet, that's where he's going to get to, and he's probably going to make the shot because he's super efficient from that area. Can step out, knock down threes as well. Still a good defender, just not as good as he was. So I have Kawhi Leonard at eight. Number nine, I think this is where the next tier starts. So, tier one would be one through five. Tier two would be six through eight. Tier three is nine through 11. Uh, I would go, or probably nine through like 15. This is a big tier. Number nine, I put SGA here, Shea Gilgis Alexander. That might be a bit ambitious, but just everything he did this last year, I mean, just for a really young Oklahoma City team to get them to the play in. I thought it was really impressive. Has that similar kawaii ability on the offensive side of the ball to just get to his spot 12 to 15 feet away from the basket and get a bucket. I mean, he is just – he's really good at doing that, and he's able to do that at will. We saw that a lot this year. I want to see him shoot more threes because at the end of the day, like, this is, you know, a league where you've got yeah. to be able to knock down three-point the three-point shot, and he's taking under two a game. Like, that has to increase – At some point, in order for them to have a chance, it doesn't have to be, you know, six, seven, eight threes a game, but it needs to be closer to four or five, right? Because he's a capable shooter. He should be able to knock those down. So I'd like to see him take a few more threes, but for as of right now, where that Oklahoma City team is at, with him being their best player, they're in a very, very good spot. Number 10, I have Jason Tatum. And I know people are upset with Jason Tatum right now, but look, he's still a two way guy. He still scored 51 in a Game 7 to put away the 76ers. Okay. Sorry that with with a bad head coach, he isn't putting up crazy numbers against the best coach in the league, against one of the best defensive teams in the league. Sorry he's not doing it. When the coaching and the adjustments just aren't there. So Jason Tatum at 10. Number 11, I have Devin Booker. Didn't like him at eleven, but I think this is where he belongs. You know, offensively, we know what he can do. He had the two game stretch in the playoffs where people wanted to crown him as the best player in the league. Turned on ESPN. Is Devin Booker a top five player? Stop it. Okay, that's those are the headlines after games three and four in the series against the Nuggets. And look, you know that's what people do they they overreact. But he's still you know an average defender at best. And, look, he's not going to average, you know, 45 points a game. That's just that's just not going to happen. So, very average player. Not average, excuse me. Very average defensively. Really good offensively. What you see is what you get. We know what we're getting from Devin Booker. 12, I have LeBron James. Just, you know, not not what he was, obviously, but still a really good player. Was the best player on that Lakers team. You know, had a fantastic game before, 40-10-9. Hard to really, you know, argue everything that he's done. So he's just he's been really impressive, you know, given his age, and I, doesn't look like he's gonna slow down. So, um, yeah, that's LeBron James at twelve, at thirteen. I've got Anthony Davis. Look, when he's up, he's up. When he's engaged, he is one of the best players in the league. But the issue is he's not always engaged, and he doesn't always play. So that's why that's why that's why you gotta knock him. Um, when he's healthy though, he's up there with the Jokic's and the beads of the world in terms of best big men in the world. Number 14, I have Damien Lillard. He was really good this year. He just played in Portland for a bad Trailblazers team, so we didn't pay him much attention. But yeah, he was really good this year. Continues to be good. Um, we know what he's done in the playoffs, not being afraid of the moment. Hopefully we can get him to L.A., get him to play with LeBron, and just kind of see what he can do, see if he can go and get a ring. Uh, number 15, I put De'Aaron Fox. I think he was just awesome this last year. Love what he brings offensively the playmaking, the scoring, his ability to shoot the ball. He has such good touch from all over the floor. Um, I think people really kind of realize what kind of player he is in that Golden State series, just given everything that he did. You know, the clutch player of the year, like not afraid of the moment, getting downhill, getting to the rim whenever he wants with that speed. You know, hit, being able to hit that pull up 12 to 15 foot jumper. I mean, Darren Fox, really, really good basketball player. Deserves to be at number 15. Number 16, I have Jalen Brown. I would have him higher, but turns the ball over too much. And defensively hasn't been what he should be in these playoffs. So I had to knock him for that. Uh, not super efficient. I mean, he's just not in a great spot right now. And just the way that people view him. So I've got Jalen Brown at 16. 17, I have Donovan Mitchell, strictly an offensive player who didn't get out of the first round, you know, hadn't made it out of the first round these past two years, whether he's in Utah or Cleveland. So I've got him here at 17. You know, he's a very average defensive player, pretty similar to Devin Booker. He's just a lesser version of that. 18, I have John Morant. Doesn't shoot the ball consistently enough for me in a league where you have to be able to shoot the basketball if you want to win. So so I've got him at eighteen. Nineteen, DeMontis Sabonis. You know, he's the uh he's the Walmart version of Jokic. Okay, he's a he's a big who can turn his back to the basket, score in and around the hoop, passes the ball extremely well, struggles defensively, but is usually in the right position. Um so yeah, nineteen DeMontis Sabonis, really good player. Twenty, I have Anthony Edwards. Love his game, love the explosiveness, love the jump shot, love how unafraid he is. Just young, needs to develop as a playmaker in order to rise on this list. So I've got Anthony Edwards at 20. 21, I put Zion Williamson here. I'd have him way higher if he actually played. Just the athleticism is unmatched. He's the most unique player in the NBA, given the body type and the explosiveness and everything that he has. When he plays for the Pelicans, they are one of the best teams in the league, but he doesn't play for the Pelicans. That's the issue. That's why I have him at 21. He's got to stay on the floor in order to rise. 22, I have Jamal Murray. Love his game. I love his game so much. Not afraid to take big shots. Can knock down an open three. Runs a great two man game with Jokic. Runs a great screen and roll as the ball handler. Just great in those dribble handoffs Being able to come into it and get a shot off uh, Works hard defensively um, Probably lacking A little bit due to you know his lack of Length and size Defensively but look works hard Tries hard I, I can respect that um, Good passer Love his game I think You know this is the best we've seen him since the Bubble you know he's finally fully healthy Finally back in rhythm really the entire Second half of the season he's been Really good um, he's just, you know, played in Denver and people didn't want to watch Denver until they made the playoffs. Anyway, that's beside the point. Jamal Murray at twenty-two. I put Jalen Brunson at twenty-three. He's been really good. Probably should have been an all-star. Could have been third team all NBA, maybe. Playing on a limited Knicks roster. You know, he's the best offensive player, finds a way to get guys involved. Just finds a way to score. I mean, he's he's really good. I hate that he's not Mav anymore, but it's fine. It's fine. So, leaving him there at 23. At 24, I've got Paul George, one of the better two-way players in the league. And at 25, I have Trey Young. Just the way that he gets his teammates involved, the playmaking ability, I felt like I had to have him on here. You know, the shooting is okay. He's only a career 33% shooter. But the way he gets his teammates involved, it's really hard not to acknowledge what he does, and then the touch on the floaters is impressive. So, accomplished my goal. My goal was around 15 minutes. Got done right at 15 minutes. So, I hope you enjoyed it. Let me know what you think of the list. Um, I'll be back on Tuesday. Hopefully, with Zach Gray breaking down the NBA Finals, cannot wait to do it. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you agree with my list. If not, feel free to tweet at me. Let me know how dumb I am. Thank you so much for listening. I'll talk to you all again on Tuesday.